Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to WL4J's Honestly Speaking. I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. Yes, it has been a while to honestly speak. I thank and praise the Lord for today, and I just give him all honor and glory. I thank him for where he has me at this time in my life. And though sometimes we don't always seem to understand where we are and why we are there, he does know. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. I'm thankful that he has put in me something to share with you today. And you know, I don't like to share unless the Lord is telling me to share. Been going through some things personally with my health and my family and my mindset and making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the Lord. Um, come to a crossroads and with much prayer and seeking the Lord and thanking God for some praying sisters who will pray for you and then God will give them a word to confirm what you already know. I thank God for that. And in all of that, he reminded me that one of the biggest struggles we have as Christians is reality. The reality that he is the head and we are his children. The reality that we're supposed to be living our lives according to his will and his way. So today I want to come before you about being real with each other, with ourselves, so that we can come out of the stuff that we're in. One of the most disturbing things I've seen on Facebook, and I've fallen prey to that a few times, but recently it's just been so saturated on my Facebook feed with my friends. And you have to understand that most of my friends are Christian friends. I thank God for that. But the different little quiz things they take to find out what your future is. And yes, it's all in fun, but the aspect of it, some the comments some of them put on it, I go, I wonder if they really understand or are they praying and thinking that's a word from the Lord? And one actually said, what is God trying to tell me? God's not trying to tell you anything through a Facebook thing because you do have to understand that those apps just go through your profile and pull stuff out so based on what you post or what you like um 
it gives you an answer. And in a lot of cases, you do it more than once, you get different answers each time because it's pulling from different areas of your page feed. So to read that just made my heart sink and go, are you serious? We can't take these things seriously. A lot of us struggle because we don't take what the word of God says as true. So our scripture for today, just because of this, I have three different sets of scriptures for you today. The first one is John chapter 8 verses 31 through 36. Then Romans chapter 8 verses, I'm sorry, chapter 8 verse 28. And then James chapter 5 verse 16. I'm going to read James chapter 5 verse 16 first which is confess your faults one to another and pray for one pray one for another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much as i was going through the stuff that i've been going through um with my son with my body and that's really been the major things with the loss of our daughters um confessing and talking to sisters and my close friends because we should all have a circle of friends or Christian sisters uh, that we know we can talk to without backlash and ask for prayer. And if you don't have that, oh, please know that you have that in me. Um, It is crazy what some of us sisters go through by ourselves and we don't have anybody to talk to. And I actually have a praying circle of sisters that I don't even have to tell them your name. (laughs) They'll pray for you. And God is just that good. We need to, to remember his word. We need to remember that we can't get the help that we need to get past some of the stuff if we don't open our mouths. One of the things about this word I really like is it says confess your faults one to another. And of course you got to read the whole chapter, but confessing your faults and talking to people and releasing that because when we hold that stuff in, it's nothing but the playground for the enemy to really mess with us. Um, make us think we're worth less than what we really are, which allows us then to go on Facebook and either post all kind of crazy stuff on Facebook or sit around and play in those quiz things, getting caught up in that thinking that's the God speaking to you. No. The next scripture I have is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And it says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. And I just wanted to read that first before I go into these next couple scriptures and into what I wanted to share with you today. Um, In John chapter 8, verse 31 through 36, it says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, Very verily I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. 
Many times people think that they have been delivered or freed from something and then they go back and do it again. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. When you are truly delivered from something, you don't go back. You Now, that doesn't mean it don't pop in your mind. It doesn't mean that the enemy don't bring it back to you. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means you don't fall back into that same trap. For example, I used to smoke. I smoked a lot. You've probably heard my testimonies about this. But two and a half packs of cigarettes. I've been smoking for 20 some years. And I cold turkey stopped. And yes, there are times, especially when I'm stressed, I think about a cigarette. But I don't go get one. The desire is not so strong that the Holy Spirit does that. I just ignore it and go buy a pack of cigarettes. That's deliverance. That is deliverance. Some honey that you used to kick it with, who was your weakness because you have this tie to him and you finally become delivered from that. When you hear his voice, you also hear the Holy Spirit say, step back, lay that alone. You know, you don't need to go there. And not only do you hear the Lord telling you not to do it, you don't do it. You maybe a part of you that wants to do it because you're flesh and you're human, but you don't. That's deliverance. And too many times we're stuck not being free, not being delivered from stuff because we don't open our mouths and, and, and allow ourselves to share with others. We don't tell others what is going on. And I don't mean total strangers, unless the Lord tells you to. But I mean, you have people in your life that you're not willing to trust. Because you're afraid of what they may say. or what, But if the Lord is putting these people in your life, and for all you know, you telling them this thing could also help them with their deliverance. There's a major situation going on with my son, and I mean major. It almost destroyed me as a mother. I thought my life was over. I couldn't figure out why my son. And no, he's not in jail yet. But I, I just, it was very devastating. And the only reason why I'm not discussing it yet on the broadcast is because I have to get to the point where I'm not angry about it anymore before I discuss it. Yep, that's realness. I am still very angry at my son for the choices that he has made because it affected our entire family. And I don't mean just my husband and myself and my daughters. I mean my husband, myself, my daughters, my sister, my brother, my aunts, all of us, what he has done has affected the entire family. And sometimes I think we need to stop and think about what we're doing before we're doing it because we seem to think that the only person that affects is us when in reality, everybody you know gets affected by it once they find out. And sometimes they get affected by it and don't even know why because they don't know. But something you have done has caused something in their lives to change. But anyhow, that's a whole other broadcast. I am still very upset with him. So once, and I'm praying on my forgiveness of him. And some things just don't happen overnight. And we can't sit there and say, 
you know, my husband says he's forgiven him. Great for him, because I looked at my husband, I said, you, you good. I'm still working on it. And it could be because I raised him, and I hear these mothers tell me, oh, you got to love him, you got to love him. Oh, I love my son. I just don't like him right now. And I want to get to the point where I like him. And when I get to the point where we are past all that, and I'll be able to sit down and discuss what he's done and how we came through it. Because it's necessary for us to understand that. But if it wasn't for my sisters in Christ that I have now that I'm close enough with that I feel comfortable telling them the things that I'm telling and really being raw with them, with my emotions and how I feel, I honestly don't know if I'd still be here. I honestly don't know if my son would still be here. I mean, I'm that angry. I'm not that angry anymore at him. I'm still angry at him, but not that angry. So I don't know. I didn't know. But it was the release to a person. Not that I didn't pray. I did pray. And I did talk. And then the Lord sent me a sister in Christ who's been through worse than I have with her kids. And I was like, wow, okay, so you know how I feel. You know what I'm saying. And she was like, oh, yeah. And she's still going through stuff with her kids. And we pray together about our children and all that stuff. And I thank God for it. But if you're sitting here listening to this and you are going through some stuff and you ain't told nobody. And I don't mean some chicken's job that don't know Jesus. Who's no. I'm talking about a saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, praying sister. You may stay in bondage for a lot longer than God means for you. Not that God can't bring you out of it because I don't ever want to belittle the Lord. But sometimes he uses those around you to help. Sometimes you need to confess what's going on. And allow the prayers of the righteous to availeth much in your life. It is the prayers of the righteous that do make a difference. I feel the prayers of my sisters in Christ. When I ask for prayer for specific things, I begin to feel my mood change because my heart is open to those prayers. My heart is open to the word that God has for me. I ask them to pray and I start reading the word or thinking on Jesus because it's important to me. To change, to have my heart change. Now, I'm not talking about taking anointed oil and anointing me and all this stuff. No, I I get anointed when the Lord leads. But every time I'm struggling doesn't mean I have to be anointed with oil. Every time I'm going through something doesn't mean I have to run through my pastor. See, God has placed people in my life that I know that I can turn to for certain situations. And we need to get to the point to be real with each other. If someone is coming to you with some issues, be real with them. And I don't mean real with the word and throw the word solely at them. But be real about their emotions and how they're feeling. Being honest with your own. If you experienced anything close to what they've been through or what they're going, say that. So they don't know, so they know they're not alone. So they don't feel like they're the only ones. A lot of times some people end up killing themselves because they feel like they are the only ones going through this and that no one understands. And some people are so surrounded by saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost people who forgot what God has delivered them from. And we need to get past that. I find myself sometimes going to church and I see people and I know they're faking the funk.
They just be faking it. They ain't telling nobody nothing. Oh, I thank Jesus. Okay. What do you thank him for? Meanwhile, they leave the church and go cuss everybody out. Okay, why don't you tell us that this is what you struggle with so we can pray for you so that you can be a better witness for Christ? Because the bottom line is, we are examples of Jesus. It bothers me that I'm struggling with my physical being. I'm struggling with my son. And my sister, who isn't saved, is watching all of this. So she sees me on my bad days fussing and mad and angry. And not an ounce of love, although she does say, I'm surprised. She tells me all the time she's surprised he's still alive, and she's surprised. <laughs> she said if he was her son, he'd already be dead. It's not that she doesn't understand, but to be a better witness for Christ is to be able to put that love on. But then the Lord reminded me when I was feeling that way, he said, she needs to see the process you go through. She needs to see that I'm working with you. She needs to see that as you go through it, you get the healing that is needed and that that healing comes from me and me as in God. And then I said, okay, Lord, I got it. So keep it real. So she sees the realness. So she sees that the real that you do with me, you can do that same real with her. Okay, I got it. But see, that's the problem we have in the church because we don't do that. We don't let each other see the realness. And when we, when someone does show the realness of their situation, we ridicule them or put them down or give them a scripture instead of hugging them and saying, girl, I don't know what I would do if I was you, but you know, I'm going to be praying for you. And why don't we do lunch? Or you feel like talking, here's my number. Or you just feel like emailing or texting because you ain't got to call me. Because actually for me, sometimes it's better if I text or I email because I get so emotional and I'll be crying. And I don't want to be on the phone with my sisters crying. Not that they, I haven't. But I don't want to do it all the time. So sometimes I'll just text them. And sometimes it'd be so bad, I got to call. We need to have that openness. We have to have that openness for each other. And we don't. We get so caught up. That we forget what our duty is, what he's done. His word says that as a servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. He said the truth will set you free. He is the truth. He is the word. If we follow what his word says, we follow what he says, we will find that we will not walk in bondage. But we got to keep it real. Because keeping it real helps us keep out of bondage. We have to keep it real. So today, that's my word. Keeping it real. You know, these kids walk around with the keeping it 100, keep it real. I don't even think they know what real is. I tell my son all the time because he'd be lying left and right to me. I'd be like, dude, seriously, you wear that shirt to say keep it 100, keep it real. You don't know nothing about 100, keeping it real or nothing. And I think we really as Christians need to take that mentality of keeping it real, keeping it 100. Yeah, get a word, give the this and then love. But also understand that people got emotions, feelings, and there's a process that we need to go through. And sometimes all they need is just a vent. Not have you say, well, you know the Lord said. 
Sometimes I just need to vent and you tell me everything going to be all right, girl. Just go over there and smack him upside the back of his head and keep on stepping. You know, oh, Lord forbid a Christian tell another Christian that smacked their kid upside the back of the head. And I don't mean it literally, but oh, my goodness. You know, people, oh, you just got to love them. Yeah, I'm going to love them. I love them. We're just going through this moment, and I got to get past this so I can love him in the manner that God wants me to love him so he can get where he needs to be. But I also know I didn't raise my son like this, and these choices that he's making, trying to figure himself out, ain't working. Now, reality is we in the process, and we're going to get there because I know that my Savior is leading us every step of the way, and there's lessons to be learned. And I might listen back to this in a couple weeks or so and just smack myself in the head saying, you telling them people, I'm keeping it real. So that when I do come back in a couple weeks and tell you how the Lord is just changing my heart, you can hear the change. We need to stop the fake and phony and keep it real. And one of the things the Lord has led me to do is to keep a blog, keeping it real. And doing these broadcasts and keeping it real. Just straight out raw realness. And someone will say, oh, you should, I don't really care. I'm going to do what Jesus says because there's never telling who's going through what and who's going through this. And it might actually help someone besides myself. And for all those that want to email me, tell me, oh, you need therapy. Uh, yeah, thank you. Duh. <laughs> I really think sometimes we need to think before we speak and ask the Lord to give us the direction before we speak to people. And until you walk in someone's shoes, don't automatically assume you know what they're going through. Just because I said I'm having a struggle with my son, you don't know what the struggle is. And you don't even know if you had that same struggle with your child, if you would be able to handle it in the manner that I am. Because there's plenty of people who ask me why he's still living here. I should have put him out. And I look at him and say, that's my son. I love him. And he ain't getting put out yet. Now, if he continue on the path he's going, that's the choice he has made. And he's going to make it so I have no other option but to do that. We have to get to the point where we stop judging what people are doing. And we don't know the whole story. The word of God is the judge. So if you give me the word saying where God said this and this and this about a situation, I don't consider you judging me. But if you don't know the whole story and you try and tell me what I'm doing wrong, yeah, that's judging. You need to get the truth. But that's a whole nother broadcast. Don't I say that a lot? Praise the Lord. Well, I want to wrap this up and just be mindful. I'm not sure how often I'm going to do the broadcast. I pre-record them and depending on what's going on, depends on um, how often. I'm going to do them. I'm going to try and do at least uh, once every two weeks. I would love to get to the point of doing them once a week, but I'm not even going to sit here and lie. There's so much going on here between school, the ch just my son, my husband, my household, my body, my brother's kid, uh, my and my, my nieces and nephews that I watch. It's, it's just so much going on. But I trust God. I'm not saying that to complain. I'm just telling you that it is. I may not be here next week given 
uh, whatever God has laid on me. But if he gives me something, I'm going to lay it out there. But I thank and I praise the Lord for this opportunity to come before you. I thank you for listening. I thank you for the, the those. I thank God for those loyal listeners that are always listening. And they look and they email me or they text me or something and want to know when the next broadcast is or when I'm posting something. I thank God for you. You're very encouraging. And it's amazing to me how God will do that when I'm at my lowest lows. Because it keeps me pushing on and trying to do what he wants me to do. So I thank God for each and every single one of you listening today. Know that I pray for all my listeners. I don't know your name. I don't need to. God does. And I pray for each of you and that God touches your life in the manner that he sees fit. Because that's the only way we want to live. Remember, remember, remember. If the son therefore shall make you free. Ye shall be free indeed. Let's do some reality. Let's keep it real with each other. Most importantly, keep it real with ourselves and keep it real with Jesus. Because Jesus already knows the truth anyways. Until next time, I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. May you have a blessed and wonderful day. God bless. Lift up your name on high mountaintops Signifying that you are the Lord of Lords I will sing with the gladness and purest of heart Signifying that you are the Lord of Lords No one else is like my Lord Jesus Who gives me peace and joy How I feel his sweet loving spirit And I don't want to let him leave I just want to enjoy His love, His love, His love. I will shout His holy name and that for His pleasure, signifying that You are the King of Kings. I shall bless Him with my mouth and my heart and soul, signifying that You are the King of Kings. No one else is like my Lord Jesus, who gives me peace and joy. Sweet loving spirit And I don't want to let him leave I just want to enjoy his love His love His
in my life, Lord. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.